right, guys. Ladies and germs, this is everyone's favorite Minx, Minx Couture with MinxRadio.com. And we have a special bonus interview with the one and only King Solo. You there, What's King? Hello? You there, King? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for the delay. No, no problem. Let me tell you guys, I, I've known King Solo since we, we, we linked up on NewYorkUndergroundHipHop.com. That was pretty much where... In the beginning, let's say back in the day, not to show our age, but, you know, <laughs> this this is how we as artists, we were able to share our music and be able to network. And it was on that radio station that is no more, unfortunately. But, you know, I'm going to say fortunately, because then Minx Radio came about once I got Cal Wonder God's blessing. And now we're still linked up and we're still working together. And now... I am acting as an artist liaison for different services, et cetera, et cetera. But enough about me. King Solo, tell us about yourself. <laughs> That's a lot. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm a female rapper out of Kentucky. Um, I do a lot of music. I love doing music. I've been doing it since 2010. Yeah. Wow. That's a long time. Just hit me. That is um, that, that's a very long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just recently got back in to try to do shows and things of that sort. Um, just got back from Atlanta a couple days ago, actually. It was uh, the 10th. I went and did a show out there. Shout out to Challenge for that, C3. And, um, yeah, I'm just trying to keep doing my music, try to put more videos out, try to get these interviews knocked out and network with everybody. And And, like, what? What got you your start in music? Like, what was that aha moment when you said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a rapper. I'm going to get into music. Oh, man. So uh, I always liked to write, and I did like this little poetry thing. Cheesy, I know. And um, I did it for my mom for, like, Mother's Day or something like that. She was like, wow, you're really good. And so I started, like, trying to switch my words up and started practice, like, rhyming. And then I was like, wait a minute. This is a thing. <laughs> so I started doing it, and... um actually was able to get in a real studio and record in 2010 uh, when I was in a group, Tribe by Five, and I fell in love with it. Yeah, and, I, I, and it I kept actually, me out of trouble because I, I, I was a wild one. It kept me out of trouble. So I was like, hey, I could do this and still speak my mind and not get in trouble. So that's how I'm going to do this. Well, I, I, I saw on your, your video that you just recently released um, when there was a little snippet in there when you were talking about where your name came from and I do remember you mentioned it in your song not feeling it um you know when you did like the kind of like a vlog almost but within the song yep <laughs> yeah. yep hey I switched it up big uh shout out to GB2 Goodwood on that he was the videographer on that one and uh we kind of pieced that together yeah I know exactly what you're talking about on there well that's actually dope um because in that aspect that you know it's like you let you let your listeners know about who you are and where you started from and pretty much gave yourself an introduction um in this uh video that's on YouTube guys you guys should definitely check it out what was your inspiration for that video like what made you say this is the concept and this is what we're going with and what made you choose that song to be the the visual for this <laughs> album look you're going to laugh at this one <laughs> so um I was actually, okay, I was living in Bowling Green. I had to move back home and uh, with my mom temporarily until I got my own place. So I am in the bathroom 
with my studio off in the corner. It's like the laundry room slash bathroom. Really crazy scenario, I know. And I had a writer's block. I had just got a new program, and I was getting mad. Like, for a week, I've been trying to write a song or something. And I heard this beat come on, and I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling this. And the beat had just, like, switched when I said that. And I was like, ah, I can try it. And I was like, no, I'm not feeling it. And I was like, oh, I'm not dealing with this. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm not feeling it. I'm not dealing with it. And I said, oh, man, oh, here we go. I just started <laughs> writing it. I'm not even joking. I, I, I was so happy that I could actually start writing again. And then I started thinking about, I like, people say they're there for you or, like, whether it's a lover or a friend or people want to criticize other artists and not come together as a team. And they're all like, oh, well, I could do this and not that. And there was a scenario to where it's like, I helped somebody and um, I don't want recognition for it, but like, don't turn around and stab me in the back. So there's a part in there and it's like, and if you choose to let loose, uh, I'll expose you in the booth. And I just kept going with it. Well, I would definitely say like, um, I, I always watch cause you know, uh, King actually, you know, she does her lives. Um, and she does something very different than than I see online. It's like you literally have social media engaged with your creations. And I would say the, the one thing I always get a little bit worried about is, you know, are you afraid that someone may like jack your rhymes or, or just drag, like jack your ideas from being on your lives? Or do you care? Or Oh, a lot of my stuff, like as far as songs, if I'm doing previews before I put them out, mm-hmm. they're already going to be copyrighted. I already got the date and time that I did the live and the lyrics and all that. So that don't worry me too much because I can still prove it's mine. Um, If there was a talented artist out there and that did happen, I would just be like, I'd probably end up saying thank you. And probably connecting with that artist, as crazy as that sounds, because if I said something so immaculate, someone wanted to take it and still networked with me, I could come up with something and be like, all right, look, man, you could do this, but let me get the credit. You could remix something. I don't really worry too much about any of that. Most feedback I get, oddly, I mean, a lot of people, what you just said, they're like, how do you get engagement? Because all my stuff isn't super professional. Mm -hmm. I keep it 100. I just keep it raw, like how it is. And a lot of people actually say I inspire them by doing that. And they don't try to take my stuff. Yeah, because I I know that like sometime, I think it was like, last year I, I was like very very impressed about how well you're networking overseas um how about like thank you like what are some of the countries of, of like some of the artists that you've actually worked with oh man who put me on the spot for that one good job um i network with a lot of people in africa uh big shout out to them especially in akira i hope i'm saying that right um nigeria um, team word out there. Uh, they're awesome. Um, Tiago boy, Tiago boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I started networking with him and he introduced me to other artists that are out there. I also work with a uh, canine. Um, I also work with artists in the UK. Um, there's Caesar, there's Phoenix B. Um, there's so many, I'd have to go and look. I ain't even gonna lie. And I just found out apparently I have fans in Ireland. Wow. <laughs> well, that's going to be a next go for me. I'm going to find some artists in Ireland. And, De- and, and, and definitely, <laughs> definitely Australia, because Australia, you know, they're popping right now with, with their, their drill and the UK. Yo. Yeah. 
You are right about that because um, you know how you, the Spotify artists, which I'm just now learning that. Um, like Australia was one of them. Big shock for me. Mm-hmm. Ireland, Australia, and I was just like, wait a minute. I had to like go out, refresh, and be like, am I on my page? Like, am I seeing this right? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of us, um, you know, I would say a couple of maybe a season or two back when we, we discussed about hometowns and, and not getting hometown support, like you, you kind of like overstepped that boundary and, and said, you know what, you know, I'm not, I don't care re- really about the hometown aspect. Like you're, you're literally out there yeah. networking and, and I see you networking all the time, all the time. I try. I don't sleep, do I? Everybody says, when do you sleep? When people in your town and other states say, dude, when do you sleep? And then you have other countries asking you, when do you sleep? It makes you sit and think, when do I sleep? <laughs> <laughs> and on, on top of that, with the, um, I'm not, don't, don't kill me for the pronunciation of this, the, the Kandama, you, you're doing the, the Kandama as well? Yes. Oh, my God. Big shout out. Let me, let me say this. If it's all right, you know, can I do a shout out on it's, the Kandama side here? It's your episode. <laughs> You can, all right, you can all right, say, no, do whatever you want. <laughs> a big shout out to um, Black Dama. He's on Instagram. It's actually the sixth Black Dama. Shout out to Colorado Kandama. And shout out to Sweets Kandama. Sweets Kandama is actually the people who make the Kandama worldwide and host the events and showcases. And they shouted me out on Twitter. Um, the two guys, Colorado Kandama and Black Dama, um, they actually video footage and sent it to me with my track I'm not feeling it in the background and yes, they I saw that. supported I... <laughs> me they sent me videos and I actually did a song called Kendama Love where I'm shouting them out I mix everyday life in with playing Kendama like there's big cup little cup and like that's some tricks you know mm-hmm. and I related that to real life relationship scenarios and blended it all in one and used their footage of them playing Kendama in it and Sweet Kendama actually shouted that out Wow. That was a blessing. God, that was a blessing. And it's almost like, you know, like a shameless plug because it's like you didn't really like ask them to to use your song and stuff like that. They they just, you know, shouted you out, which is I, I think that's very dope. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm still appalled by it. I'm like, it happened a little while back, but man, I still talk to them, you know, they still support me. They're like, hey, I love what you're doing. They we got to, that's where actually the hashtag, if, you, if anyone's noticed, I use a uh, bless up team up. Yeah. I started that because I had a chat with them. It was some two, uh, it was a uh, Colorado Kandama and black Dama and me in a room. And, uh, we got excited. And then I was like, yo, bless up team up, man. We're like, yeah, bless up team up. And then not long after that, um, in, in LinkedIn, like with this, not LinkedIn, the site, but like, uh, Haley Cooper <clears throat> and Kate Cook. They're two producers. They hit me up. And um, I want to say it's Haley's beat that I'm working with. On, I'm working on both of them. But I think it's Haley Cooper's beat. She's on Facebook. I actually started. I'm starting a song. And it's like, bless up, team up, money in the making. And I'm trying to do a song like that. Shouting out the hashtag with it. People didn't know that. It's the first time I've said that. So. Oh, <laughs> That's pretty cool though, because it's it's almost like like I, I'm I'm thinking that maybe later on in the year, like will we be expecting like uh maybe releasing like your own design for the Kandama and be able to push your 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 whole um brand out there? I'm really wanting to do that, actually. I'm not sure how and I'm not ready like right now. Mm-hmm. But that's something I'm willing to look into and 
I would love to be able to do that, honestly. Mm, well, yeah, you definitely or should. At least, I, at least have a kendama on it with my music, something, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, somebody purchases your music, they, they purchase an album or whatever, they, they get like some King Solo merch and, and a kendama. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually, um, man, I don't know if I, well, if I'm going to say it on any station, I guess I could put it all out on yours. Um, I'm trying to work on my merchandise um, right now, which I'm going to have to kind of use to teach me to. <laughs> yeah. Trying to link it to my website because you've been on me for, oh my God, like four years about a real website. Here I am, <laughs> I'm doing it. Uh, I'm a little stubborn, but <laughs> kingsolo.com, I'm trying to figure out how to get my merchandise from there and create some stuff. I was working on that yesterday, actually. Oh, I got you on that tip. You know, all it takes is, you know, you just got to find the right website to actually host all of your your things because at that point, you know, it's, 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 you know, if they buy, if they order it, then they make it, you know, this way you don't have more product than you do customers. Um, and you can also embed your store into your website, but I, I can show you how to do that. That's, that's no that's problem. That's exactly what I need you to help me with in the future. Oh, yeah. plans, guys. You heard it first here on Minx Radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think about it. When, when you, um, when you get the chance, when you, when you go to mixradio.com and you look on the, um, just click the tab where it says, um, merch. And then you'll you'll get an idea of what I mean because I could put you onto that service that I'm actually using because it's actually pretty dope. Oh, I already stalk you. I try to look and look. I even go wow, look. Okay, so I get an idea and yeah. I take what um, if you you know like anybody that watches your Twitter. I mean, you you say certain things and people don't know it. Uh, what was it you posted the other day? Uh, and I said uh, I won't tell your secret or all oh, that Instagram. How you go live on Instagram from your computer? Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> I said I'm not, I, I won't tell your secret because there's certain things I look into, and I'll get so far into it, and then I get stuck. Like all right, now what? Which oh. is where I always try to ask you. Oh yeah. Like to yeah. help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I love the fact that like you put stuff like that. And yeah. then when I don't know, I can try to see what you're doing and I try to learn from you. Well, you know that's, what that's what, that's the whole plan. You know, that, that's why, you know, again, I, I created the Patreon because I feel like, you know, a lot of us are being watched with everything that we do and, you know, certain celebrities and, and, you know, labels and, and things like that, you know, they're, they're in tune with, with everything. They, they know what we're doing. You know, they, they're watching us on a daily basis. They're, they're creating yeah artists out of all like almost like on a Frankenstein basis they're they're creating artists that they've already signed and I'm like instead you guys want to go and tap into the underground and create a Frankenstein artist and by taking exactly. one person's sound and another person's look and another person's beats and it's just like one exactly. super hybrid artist you know what I mean <laughs> that's what I'm noticing yes yes What's, they are see and that's another thing like I've been getting this since I released my uh, music video, I'm not feeling it. Um, I used to be in only the area of like, I used to rap really slow, okay? Like chill, believe that or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would be like Snoop Dogg or they would be like DMX, you know, and it was that area. Now I'm getting like Yellow Wolf and NF and Eminem, you know, like a bunch of different things. And I'm not doing it on purpose. Sometimes, sometimes I, have a, like, I have a song called No M. And it's not anything toward Eminem. Like, if you hear the song, it's not even nothing like that. And then I ended up sounding similar to him and got mad. And not mad, like, I respect him, but I'm not trying to sound like nobody else. Right. You know? So when I do that, I get mad. Like, man, that's how I want the song. But if I change it, then it's not how I want to do it. 
you know? Like, I'm not feeling it. Somebody said Yellow Wolf's daughter, and I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a compliment, to be honest, because you, 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 you kind of like, you know, you have artists that, you know, you can't really pinpoint and say who they remind you of. Like I've I've gotten, um, which has been recent within the last um, year, people have said that I remind them of like a female Drake. And I, I was kind of like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I see where they're going with it. Um, you know, even my manager, he says, you know, the way you mix your record sounds like, you know, Drake is going to pop one in any second to sing a hook. And I was you like, like okay. It's great though. <laughs> Look, all I got to say is I'm Minx. I mean, I know a lot of us, because um, we listen to so much music and, and you know, we're all going to take a little bit. Like, there's no thought that hasn't been thought before. Like, there's nothing is, like, brand new. Like, nothing is brand spanking new. But if you're right, going to... brand spanking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if, if you're going to create a lane for yourself... um, you know, it, it's it's. I know it's definitely um, flattering um, to say that someone sounds like somebody, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, us as artists, you know, we we definitely want to be ourselves. Like we we just don't want to be told that you sound like this, you sound like that, or you you know, yeah. you copying this, you're copying you copying that. You're all over the board. Okay, I know this is about me, but right now I'm about to talk about you. You are all <laughs> over the board in a good way. Like. If you just had the game pieces set up and somebody knocked them all over and it was everywhere, that's you. Like, you could pinpoint anything. You could, you, you as an artist can do, like, and I don't mean a bad way. Okay, Foxy Brown kind of said some crazy things. I don't mean like that, but the tone of her voice. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you can do a Drake. You could do a Foxy Brown. You could do a Leah. You do, like, a Shanti. But, like, dude, you're, you're somewhere and it's good. So stay where you are and keep doing what you're doing. Like, seriously. Well, yeah, that, that means I just have to keep taking the hiatuses that I've been doing because I, I really feel like, you know, even for yourself, you know, staying motivated when you have real life shit going on. You know what I mean? It's just right. it's, it's kind of hard. Like, you know, I, I was on a podcast um, a couple of weeks ago with um, my homie Mo. He's actually one of our, our Patreon. He's part of the Patreon team. And uh, yeah, you might want to reach out to Mo too, because he's always looking for music. He's always looking for interviews um, with artists. So you definitely want to reach out to Mo. Look, I know this is why I'm in the Patreon. Okay, and this sounds crazy, but I'm gonna need you to send me a link. <laughs> sounds crazy because I spend, I will wake up on certain days and be like, all right, it's a mix day, and I just go watch all your videos, <laughs> and I go through all, and I bombard you because like I'm always recording something. Like, I have enough right now. I could drop, like, a whole mixtape and another album and a, probably an EP. I'm always recording. I'm always, like, I just got back from Atlanta. I just dropped my mixtape, my lifestyle, my life still. Yes, there's two names. That's why there's two parts. Um, I'm always doing stuff, but you're doing more than me, and I know that. But, like, man, you got to smack me in the face sometime and be like, dude, take this link. All right, gotcha. <laughs> because I don't, because you do a lot, which is good. Well, that, that, it's that hard was, for me to keep up sometimes because that was definitely I'm, all, I'm everywhere. Definitely the method of my madness. You know, I, I'm a mad scientist in my head, and I said, you know, well, all of us artists are trying to get in the door. You know, yeah, you can't get in the door of something unless you're actually like a person like me. Like I'd rather climb to the window. I'd rather go through the back door. Right. You know, I said podcasting for me was was like a way for me to be able to build and develop my connects so that I can be able to have a platform where I could say, hey, guys, here's all the research I did. Enjoy. Yeah. And I'm going to go be an artist yeah. now. 
And see, look, I'm, I'm going to give you props on that, too, because, like, and I don't see every artist doing this. So I'm not knocking them, but um, there are a lot of things you do that you look into that I also do, but other people aren't willing to put in that work. And I know how hard I work, and you do more than that. I do and a lot. So I applaud you because there are so many ideas. I remember when you first started your website. I was actually starting mine first, and I actually failed because I didn't do it right. And I told you, like, hey, great idea. I know you're going to do it right. I remember that. I remember talking to you about that. And you were like, yeah, but you need to do this. And I said, I'm not ready yet. Right. And um, I love that when I think of something, you're already on it. Like, if somebody didn't know us, they would think that I either copy you with posts or you copy me because, like, we're there, but you actually get to put it out. I, I don't really have the, enough patience to actually uh, configure everything, break it down, and put it out the way you do. Right. And that right there, that that's amazing because I know how hard you work with that. Like, because I know what I do, plus I know you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That, 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 that means a lot because, you know, a lot of the stuff that I do, like e- even people that, you know, aren't down with, with the Patreon and stuff, you know, if I see that someone is struggling with something or, or, you know, they're just not, you know, something is just not right. Um, I'm definitely that person that will, you know, hit, hit you up and say, Hey, look, you know, maybe you should try this or maybe you should try that. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and I got and, you, I got you on my website because you do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I say a lot of the stuff, a lot of the sauce and stuff like that, like helping people, you know, I understand like a lot of people don't like to help anybody because they feel like, Oh my God, you're going to run off of my idea. Or, oh my God, you're going to make money off of my, my, my content, et cetera, et cetera. But right. my mindset is like this. If you have the proper legal shit together, then you don't have to live like that. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have to live in fear like that. So, you know, everybody's copies, everybody, everybody gets ideas and, 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 and motivated and, and influenced by other people's ideas. So unless somebody, sorry about that. Mm-hmm, unless somebody, I got strength, but I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I said I got strangled. I'm sorry. <laughs> I always used to say, oh, I always used to say, I got a curse in my, I got a curse in my throat. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> but back to you, because one of the things <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about was, I wanted to talk about your, um, what was the first thing I wanted? To, oh yeah, I wanted to talk about when you went to Atlanta. What was that experience like? Like, like, can you just let everybody know what this trip was about and, and why it came about and what the outcome was for it? All right. So, one, it was, first it was crazy trying to get things in place, guys. If you get a plan, get a plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G, okay? But I made it through, all right? Um, I actually networked with this artist, um, I was a big fan of her music, uh, Chels, um, C-H-E-L-Z-Z-Z. You guys look her up, tell her I sent you. Um, she's amazing. And uh, I networked with her, met her in 2017 online. 2017 now, 2020. And um, I was a big fan. And uh, she responded to people, but you know how, like, they heart, or they, you know, they don't really talk in messages and stuff. Yeah, they, well, eventually they, they, we ended they drop, up talking they drop emojis. And messages. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so she's the one that got me out to Atlanta. She said, she lives in Florida. She's from Detroit. And uh, she was like, been trying to get a show out in Kentucky, but there's not many 
show cases like that out here. You know, it's hard in Kentucky. Um, he's like, well, I'm going to be in Georgia. Can you at least try to meet like a somewhat halfway marker? And I was like, you know what? I got you. I don't know how, but I got you. And uh, I ended up, I, I took Greyhounds <laughs> mm. and uh, I went out there, middle of downtown Atlanta, out there at Artisan's Bar Gallery. Um, and I met her in person. And uh, we're cool. That bro, like, she's busy. She just put out new music video and stuff like that. It was awesome being on that stage. Um, everybody showed me love. Everybody supported me. And it was great that, like, I would do it again. And um, on that, she don't know it yet. I'm going to try to see if maybe get her on a hook or something. Maybe the future holds some music with her. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, like, it was amazing. And I networked with so many people. I met a guy who actually uh, did the iron work and things for the buildings for uh, two Marvel movies. Great guy. Met a lot of connections just from traveling. And uh, it was it was a great experience. And I plan on going back out to Atlanta. I don't know when. Yeah, because Atlanta is like the, was, the epicenter of hip hop now. Man, I know, right? First, I thought it was like Los Angeles and stuff, but Atlanta's really coming up even more. I mean, I know there's a fast moving city and stuff, but because I used to live out there back in 2009. Yeah, but I, I, they're and, really on My dad just moved back to Atlanta um, as well. So it's, you know, he's noticing a big difference on, you know, from being in New York, um, scheduling sessions and, and doing mixes and stuff like that. Um, he's getting more clients to work with him in Atlanta than he has in New York. And that just makes you think as an artist, like, are we, are we in the right location to even be attempting to do, you know, the, the, the actual physical part of this journey, which would be doing shows, which would be doing performances, right. which would be doing interviews. I mean, it doesn't matter where you recorded, you know, your, your project. Now it's, right. it's, it's the avenue of what happens to promote it are we using the right cities to promote our projects look i'm gonna say this it's gonna sound crazy and you're gonna halfway disagree so this is gonna be great to say um (laughs) be a little (laughs) debate uh my dad okay my dad's like 70 years old and he has this phrase and it cracks me up he goes he always tells me wherever you go there you are That is wherever so, you go, there you are. That's so weird. My, my grandfather says I, that to me. I, I apply that to my music because a lot of people don't know. Like I live in Caneyville, Kentucky. The population is six hundred and eight people, I believe. I thought it was six hundred and twenty one, and I think it said six oh eight in twenty twenty. That's how many people live here. Wow. There's no public transportation. There's no fast food restaurants. There's no jobs. When you do look it up, it'll show you the next city and tell you it's here because they don't even have it on the internet. And um, I've made a name for myself, and this is where I was raised. So it's all about how much work are you willing to put in. It is about who you know. And I, and I also take in with if someone intimidates you, not in a bad way, but you're like, oh, I could never really work with that person. Um, like example, you see what I do. Okay. And then you see what you do. Um, two people say they don't know each other. And I just came across your page. I might be like, Oh, I can never do what she does. Like I can't sing. I can't make beats, you know? 
Mm-hmm. That's the people you need to be contacting because they're going to grow. They're going to make you grow. They're, yeah. they're going to they're teach you. They're going to lead you. And they're going to show you the right direction to go in even when you have nothing. So it's not about where you are or the right places per se. Because, look, like I said, population 608. Wow. And I just went to Atlanta and did a show. And I'm about to head to St. Louis. So are you, are, are, is this like um, like a little mini tour that you're doing? Um, or It is. Uh, this is my project to see how, how a, a real tour would go. Um, I don't have finances like everybody else. Like, when I tell you that, I'm, I'm, I'm being real. If y'all hear a song about me rapping about money, I had it at that time, but I don't right now. I ain't gonna lie about it. But, hey, that's why people love me because I keep it 100. Yeah. Um, so, like, I went to Atlanta. Now I have to wait and save um, money. So it's like a two month gap when I travel. Right. Because I got to save to get there and I'm trying to get a car again so I can travel more, do more shows. So, I mean, do you do, do do you get like um, because this I'm thinking about questions that somebody may probably ask you, um, for their own selves as an artist, even myself as an artist. But do do you feel like do you feel nervous like going to different cities of people like you don't know, you've never met in your life, and then because I notice like when you when you go somewhere that you've never been. You know, and I look at your videos, it's like, like, like the, the most recent one um, that you, you did, the, the, you know, you were doing the <laughs> vlog. It's like everybody was turning up with you. So it's like, mm-hmm. like, did you feel like, like what was going through your mind when you were, when you were heading out and, and, and venturing out? Like, kind of like when you take your, you know, a stick and you take like your, your bandana and you say, I'm leaving home, guys. Oh, for real. <laughs> that's what I did. That's what, that's what I did. Let me tell you, okay, let me tell you about this journey. I know you asked me earlier, but now I'm about to give you some raw, real Bam. Um, I had two hotels reserved. Okay. Um, one, something happened, and I wasn't able to get the first one I did because it was too expensive. Mm-hmm. I was going to go, but something happened. It knocked it out of the park, so here goes plan B. Now, I reserved a Motel 6. Let me tell you. Yeah. When I say I've never been to a motel that Whatever you're paying, they take that amount and have to have that for a deposit. I've never experienced that. Doesn't wow. say it online. I did not know that. So after I missed my first bus in Nashville, because it was not my fault, they said the wrong number and everything went to, to chaos. Let's disregard that. Mm. Missed the bus. I actually had to walk to a rescue mission two blocks down the street for them to pay to change my ticket and fix it because I didn't have the money. I had it, but then I wouldn't have had a room. Right. You feel me? You following me right now? So, oh. you, so you, it's like you had to choose either or. Right. Wow. So they told me to walk down there. I did that. I was supposed to leave at 1145 in the morning. I did not get to leave. It said until four, 445 in the afternoon, but it was a delay after they did pay for my ticket and get it fixed because they messed it up. Um, I didn't get out of there until 5.40, almost an hour late after I'm already late. Now I get in Atlanta. 
downtown Atlanta. You do not want to play there. But I have street smarts. I've traveled from Colorado to Florida. I don't know what my aura is, but people love me, and I and I get protected. Thank you, universe. But I get out there to my motel. Now, this is like 1 in the morning, dude. And they say, oh, we need the extra deposit, which was over $300 for a Motel 6. Over 300. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, how many how many days were you were you going to be staying there? Um, it was like over 300, and it was going to be for two nights. Okay. Wow. That's insane for a Motel Six. I thought it was supposed to be like six, know, I, like 60 bucks a night or something like that. It is. It, it was like it was like 80 something. I was going to be paying out like 160 bucks, but they's like we need 160 plus 100 and like 80 something dollars for a deposit. You'll get it back when you leave. I'm like, well, I don't have that skip because I, I had this plan. Got it and put this out on your site. So I had to walk five to six minutes away and find some dead end motel. Okay, it was worth it. Don't get it twisted. All this was worth it. I'd do it again. But I there was some not a good area, which I've lived in Riverdale College Park. I already knew what it was gonna be like. Mm-hmm. I met I met um this person who actually walked with me, kept me protected, and uh, got to my room, and I got that room. Now, this was a room to where you, I had to pay $111 um, for one night, and this was worse than a Motel 6. So, um, hold on a second. My phone is blowing up. I'm trying to pause it. Excuse me, I'm I'm very sorry for that. No, no, not it's not a problem. But I keep hearing we, we got, a beep in my ear and it's driving me nuts. <laughs> we, we, we got oh my lives. god, that's just hit me up, Prince Devon. So um I get to this other place, I paid a hundred and one dollars, and then um you can't pay for like two nights at a time with this place. So I'm thinking, All right, I'm here, I finally got here, it's four o'clock in the morning and I have to figure out a way to sleep and be up and get this figured out. Because I have to be at at the front desk at ten fifteen in the morning. Yeah, they don't play to leave. <laughs> they and my show play. was at ten o'clock that night, so I'm not about to sit with my duffel bag and backpack for twelve hours in the middle of downtown Atlanta. Not happening, honey. I don't. I'm not happening. But Damn. a guy I met on the bus that respected what I did and stuff helped me out. Um, I got it to where I paid at eighty like eighty something bucks for another night, and I was able to stay there, so I'm not in the streets. And um, that worked out. And then when I got to go do my show, um, you know, when you do a performance, you, you don't really know what spot you got. You got to get there early. If you don't make it early, you don't get that spot. Even if it's planned, it could be delayed, all that stuff. So I get out there, and um, I had to leave at 1245. What is that, a.m.? That's like the a.m. or p.m.? A.M., right? Like, right after 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night, 45, that's when I had to leave. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's A.M. Yeah, that's the morning. Damn. Yeah, so, when I got there, it was either I go first and maybe be able to do it on time, which I didn't want to go first, or miss my show completely and have to go back home and never perform, which was another thing on Greyhounds in, but they're going to fix it, so... Not, I'm not dogging them on that. They're going to fix it. Don't talk to them. Whatever. But um, this guy, <clears throat> shout out to him. Um, 
his name's Antidote, the two A's, um, helped me out. He looked at me and he and I and I noticed him from Instagram. I was like, Hey man, how you doing? He showed me love. Um and he was like, You're gonna miss your bus. And I was like, What do you mean? He said, Bam. He handed me the money and said, You're gonna miss your bus because you're gonna perform tonight. And I and dude, I almost cried. Oh my god. That's so me. Sweet. Like doing my track bruises, I say I'm too deep to cry. You know, like for real, I almost cried. He handed me the money and then I looked up. Because I hadn't ate in like 18 hours. Wow. And I had ordered a pizza. Like the guy on the bus helped me get something to eat, whatever. So I had ordered a pizza earlier that day. I looked up and my pizza man was there supporting me. After the dude just handed me money to miss my bus to buy me a new bus ticket. That's amazing. Yeah. So, and the pizza guy is Gangster Sharif. Um, that's what he goes by. He raps. I didn't know it. He bought me drinks. Dude, it was lit. I met Chills in person. I got pictures with her. I'm a big fan of her. The other guy, you know, helped me get back home. I just kept my faith. I stayed positive. And I was like, you know what? The, the more upset or happy, whatever feeling I got, man, I'm playing my song in my head. And I'm just going to, I know it's going to happen. It's meant for a reason. And I just kept, you know, I'm not feeling it. You know, this wrapping my stuff. And all of that worked out. Well, that's like, good. I mean, a lot of people would have, a lot of people would have like been like, you know what, this is a sign that maybe I should just go back home. But it's like you, oh, they, they wouldn't have did it. Oh yeah, but you, 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 you actually like hit all of the obstacles and all of the just the the stuff that would rain on any parade, and you were still able yeah. to shine. Um, yeah. What advice like do you have for artists that that are um on their grind and, and hustling and, you know, what, what advice you have for them? You know, you know, cause there are artists I, I talk to all the time. Their biggest fear is traveling and performing for other people outside right. of I, their hometown. Dude, I was terrified. Um, so my advice would be, first of all, let me say this. Do we have time? I know the time's cutting short. I don't know if we're going to go over, but is it cool? But I still keep talking about certain things. Can take me a little like five, 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and thank you for your time, Minx. Real talk. Um, <laughs> Stop. Seriously, you know I respect you. You know I'm very, I'm very humble. I'm very, 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 very loyal. Um, so my thing is, if you're an artist and you're worried about it, what a lot of people don't know about me, and I'm about to put it right here, is I don't get scared about how many people are in the audience when I perform like a bunch of people because most people get scared if there's like a thousand or a hundred or two hundred right um yeah a few like maybe like yeah a few hundred yeah mm-hmm. you know, I get scared when there's only like three people and I don't get scared when I'm on stage because as soon as I walk up that stage it's game time baby I don't think about nothing I love it Getting me there to say, okay, I'm going to do it, I get terrified. Mm. And I tell myself, I say, does it scare you? Does it make you scared as hell? And I say, yes. And then I tell myself, do it. You, I don't want to regret it. Do it. If it doesn't scare me, I don't do it. And it took me a long time to get there. And when I'm on stage, 
if there's a bunch of people, I'm fine. If there's only a few people, because I know only them eyes are on me rather than a bunch of people. Like, you don't have to focus on a certain audience. Yeah, it's, like, more awkward. I get scared. Now, <laughs> I can, um, I like I said, I was in a group called Tribe by Five. Uh, shout out to Chris Devon, Joycey, Kid, Fraser, all y'all. But that's when I first started doing shows out in Colorado. Um, I was the hype man. I can remember a DMX song. Me, you know, I, I've got your songs memorized. I can, you know, like certain songs, like when they start playing, I know them. Like Chels, the one, the girl that had me come out there, I know her songs. That when she was on stage, she had me in the mic. And mm-hmm. I wrapped part of her song and she took it back. See, I've never seen her do that with anyone since 2017. Never, never seen that. Wow. But when it comes to my own lyrics, I cannot memorize them. I, I don't know why. Like, there's always, like, the main three words that you got to memorize to connect you to the other part. That's the ones I forget. Like, I suck at that. I'm going to tell it straight out. Song playing or not, like, so... I went on, and I said, does it scare me? I said, yes, I, so I'm doing it. That's my new thing now. And uh, when I was with Tribe by Five, I was the hype man. If they messed up, like, I can't even sing. And, I, and when a singer would mess up, I did their part enough for them to come back. But when it comes to my own stuff, I just forced myself to do it. I got really drunk and bought my Greyhound ticket. I was like, all right, now I have to do it. Like, <laughs> I do stuff like that. I'm serious. I'm not playing. I do. It's real. And, um... You just have to do it. Like, if you're wanting to improve or you don't know your status, how are you going to know unless you do it? Don't ask the people you feel comfortable asking about feedback. Ask the people you're scared to ask. You know, go live like I do. You mentioned it earlier. I go live. live, And I've been in crazy areas. Like, I'll be on my front porch because we have a wood stove stack in wood. And I'll go live saying, hey, guys, I got a song out. You know why? Because people don't do that. And yeah. when I do that, people are like, damn, dude, either she's worse off than I am or she's that positive or whatever it may be. And I get feedback. And, and, and I take it in good because I put myself in their, in, in their shoes. And I say, well, what would I think, you know? And, and I calculate it all. And I've honestly... Since 2010, 2009, never got any horrible feedback from anybody across the world. They would say, turn your vocals up. Or, you know, I like that beat and you started to make sense, but now that just got crappy. I just hear the same things over and over. And, and I took that and I built off of it. And, yeah, because you got to keep going. It's like a lot, of, a lot of artists you, are afraid that's of. What you need to do. Yeah, a lot of artists are like afraid of criticism like they're they're assuming that everyone is a hater because they're trying to tell you right what to get you know what to get tighter at because a lot of us we we put out records and and you know we're super excited about it but then we may have missed like one little thing and if someone is saying hey look the song is dope the song is amazing you know but the mix you know is not the best or you know the 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 tags you know are trying you know overpowering your 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 track so yeah maybe you should try to get the lease for it you know so it's like we 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 have to do better with being able to accept the criticism because it's a lot rougher when you have a ceo from a label to tell you that you know absolutely not and they're not nice at all about it (laughs) you know what i mean i mean 
like example, and you might get a lot of crazy feedback on this, but like Kanye, I'm not a huge Kanye fan. I don't agree with a lot of things he does, but I do agree with the structure because he's doing something right. He's there and I'm here, but he used to spend hours in a driveway at this person's house or even Missy Elliott. Look, Missy Elliott, do you know, well, you probably do, but do you know Missy Elliott's first song, main song that she put out? She turned some things down because they were talking about a video with her song and when she got it, there was a white girl. Yeah, I said it. There was a white chick doing her lyrics, mimicking them, sorry, and um, did it. And she was like, no. Went around her own way. That's how she met Timberland. And they also said she was overweight. That's why they put that lady in there. Look at Missy Elliott now. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so you've got you've to learn how to take what's right criticism and what's wrong. If someone's being outright rude and disrespectful, why are you listening to them anyways? Right. Because, you know, a, a, lot of, a lot of the, the times, you know, like, you know, when we're roaming the, the Twitter streets, you know, your, your, you know, artists are dropping links everywhere, you know, everywhere. That's- Everyone is dropping a link. So when you're one of those people like myself who actually like, you know, hits play and, you know, I don't I don't like to give public feedback because I feel like feedback, unless you're a business or a company and there is like a box that says, you know, please rate your experience and tell us what you like or dislike about it. Um, I actually go to the artist in person. I DM them and I just let them know. You better put me on blast. <laughs> no. Put me on blast, baby, all day. Seriously. I, I mean, if, if they want like honest feedback, you know, because that's all I do all day because I just think it does a disservice to an artist to consistently lie to them and tell them that they have something and they keep pushing. I- and, you know, it's it's never going to it's not going to be nice hearing it from, you know, social media when there's backlash and, you know, everyone's calling you trash. And, you know, then you're like, why did you know y'all are my people? It's like, why did you lie to me and tell me that I had something? You know what I yep. mean? But, I agree. Because, like, if I did something crappy, you know, what? which is crazy. Never tell me anything I've done is crappy. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to uh, do some crappy shit. So you got to tell me I'm crappy. It's tell it on social media. That's a go. That's a two twenty twenty go right there. Um, I, don't, I don't think that that's really. Pretty, I don't think that's possible with you. Straightforward. I don't think that's possible with you. I mean, I've I've never heard anything bad. Um, I, I've I've I just continued to see the growth and and the change, and you know, I see that you're evolving into um something that's international because technically you're an international artist right now. Yeah, I've seen a lot of posts. And no disrespect to my music crew. They know who they are out here in Kentucky. Um, you know, no disrespect to them. And they know this. Actually, I don't even have to say it. But I've been seeing a lot of statuses over, I want to say last month, but it was actually 2019 the last month. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying, and I've seen producers that deal with me that hit me up. I don't go begging for beats or nothing like that, but like these producers hit me up and they charge like $300 for stuff. And they're like, here, take this beat. I want you to kill it. That's besides the fact. Um, sometimes I do this, sometimes I don't. But what I call the music crew, and they know who they are, um, they're all talented. And um, they've been putting posts like, and these producers, they're saying, all these rappers out here taking the beat and you hear the tags on them. 
I think you even put something like this too, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about they got all this money, but they couldn't pay for the beat. And there were so many I commented on, and I was like, remember back in the day, which I still do at times, I rapped about money and having money and spending bands because at that point in time I did, but when I heard this beat, I didn't. But the beat made me think of, you know, something like that. And um, I actually did tracks talking about, oh, I have money and didn't pay for that track. And the tag is on it or whatever it may be, but I mean... I, I think it's a it's a different level, though, because the difference between you and other rappers that do, you know, that that, that have a problem with that uh, comment that producers leave all the time, I think yes. the problem is, is that, you know, a lot of rappers are cocky. You know, they're cocky. They think their shit doesn't stink. They think that... Hey, I can be cocky sometimes. Don't get it twisted. Uh, well, don't I, don't get really it twisted. Get that. I don't really get that I'm vibe hum- from you. Like, you, you've you always I'm, been humble. I'm humble as hell, but yeah. if somebody came at me and said, yo, I'm going to kill you on this beat, I'll say, mm, I'll give you a three. What's up? <laughs> you know, don't do not do that now. <laughs> but that that's, that's, that's exactly my point. Like, someone like you and myself, like, you know, if I was to do a song about, you know, money, you know, I got money in this, and I know I don't have any money in my pockets... I, I wouldn't have a problem doing that because I know for certain, like for how I am towards people and how I engage with people, you know, I, I try to remain humble and, and be sweet and, and kind at all costs, even though it doesn't appear sweet? that way. <laughs> You're sweet? You're more like a sour patch kid. You know, they beat the hell out of you and they put a Band-Aid on you? And then, they, you. And then they, they give you a kiss on the forehead to say everything's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's you. That is you all day. <laughs> but, like... I, I try. I try to be humble. I try to be humble. I try to, you know, respect is given. You, you know, do. it's a it's a two way street. So, you know, if if right. people respect me, I'm I'm such a, a sweetie pie. Like I don't even, you know, have any reason to be negative and 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 just so hard. But then when you're in the type of business that I'm in now, which is with you know the media and all that stuff, it's it's totally different because yeah. you got to deal with two different types of people now. Now you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, other people that are in radio and podcasting that are haters. Yep. And then on top of that, you're you're dealing with artists or particular artists that are literally using you, you know, kissing your ass. Oh my ass. god! Do you do you know who you're going to be? Who? Not, not not like fully, but like what made me just it just hit me in the face. You know, Windy Day. No. You haven't heard of Windy Day? Okay, so she is actually a event planner. Um. So, big shout out to her because I've, I've talked to her before. Um, Wendy Day is Rap Coalition. I think I said it wrong, but it's like Rap Coalition on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She's been with famous people and all that stuff. And uh, she says a lot of things like how you say, and it, it you're right. Like, that that's a big, I can't believe you said no. I'm going to have to tag you in some stuff, and you're going to be like, holy crap. Yeah, you should. But, please, um, please do. I, I got to see this because I've, I've gotten Angie uh, Martinez. I've gotten Wendy Williams. <laughs> I've gotten so no, many. No, Wendy Day Rap Collection on Instagram. Um, she gives, she helps artists and uh, she's been in the game for years and all this stuff. But you do more and uh, you're going to be like that one day or better. And just remember this. If you take anything from this interview, like take that, keep your little <laughs> recording of this piece and play it back 10 years from now, and you're going to be like, oh, I love you, King. 
Oh, trust me. Yeah. All everything that people say to me, as far as because I believe in in manifestations of everything. Yeah. And I, I went back to a video that I had on YouTube that was back in 2011, and I was like reading the comments, and I was you know I was just trying to figure out like, okay, do I delete this account and start a new brand account or not? And somebody wrote in the comments. They said, um, for one of the rants I did about relationships or something like that, the guy says. He says, oh, my gosh, he says, Minx, um, you should really think about going into radio. <laughs> and, and, and and 10 years later, right, <laughs> here I am. Dude, yes. <laughs> so, do, do you know, like, well, other people don't know. I know you know, you obviously. I remember when you said, um, yeah, I'm trying to think what year was this. Let's see. I was living in, I think I was in Litchfield, Kentucky. Um. At some crazy ass apartment, they kept calling the law on me because my headphones were too loud. Literally, my headphones was too loud. <laughs> um, the cops laughed and they was like, "No, nah, man, we're not dealing with that. I'm not feeling it." But um, I was talking to you, and you said you're gonna build your website. Um, it might have been around like 2016, 17. Not positive, mm-hmm. but um, you said you're gonna you're going to Build your own website, for real. You're going to get monetization. And then later on, you said, I'm going to do a radio um, show. I'm going to do podcasts. And I remember everybody laughed. Some people laughed and was like, oh, da 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 And you're like, what? Because I'm a female? I can't do this? But you had all, no, you had all right to say that because I remember what they were saying. You had all right to say that. And I didn't say anything. You know, I, I didn't say nothing to whatever, but you'd see my little retweets and my little, you know, I, I do subliminal. I'm all for subliminal shit. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I mean, if they come out and ask me, I'm going to tell you how it is. But I remember when you first started to try everything you're doing and people was like, oh, no. And you surpassed them. Yeah, I just, I just kept pushing. Then, I just kept researching and pushing and applying. Really? Oh, and I'm going to... Can I say one more thing about the, uh, what was it about, uh, when I was talking about the, uh, the beats and they say, why didn't you pay for the beat or whatever? Yeah. Can I say one more thing on that? Sorry, I'm ADHD. Um, or whatever. My thing with that, I have so many people, I know this is random and I switched it up, um, but if you are someone that can't pay for the beat, what people don't understand is there are, like, shout out to DJ Smooth, okay? He is, uh producer, even sometimes through music, you know, I got, I got a lot of people I deal with. Um, they keep their tags in or they say, oh, I'm only going to put a tag in the beginning. And that's it. Mm. People don't know if you have that agreement with that producer or maybe you want that producer to be more known, even though they're more known than you. So you're okay with keeping it in there. That's a good, and that's actually a good point. That, that's a great because point. Because I, I deal with that a lot. Look, I got life's truth. He started off doing beats. He didn't know where the hell he was starting. And uh, he he's amazing, though. Like, he's really good. A lot of people didn't mess, or some people didn't mess with some music. I did Broken. I did some stuff to his stuff, and I put other people on. And he works hard. Now, these are great people, you know? Um, and they have tags. But they said, hey, use this for what you want. Sometimes who has made me beat specifically for me that I have not used yet that I'm going to? And this was like 
four years ago, and I'm still going to use them. I've got him psychers. He's helped me. You know what I'm saying? And some of his tags, I told him, put a tag right here where I stop so people know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, Haley Cooper, she's one that sells her beats and hit me up and said, I want you on this beat. And took the tags out. Kay Cook, same person. Uh, Jeff Clark, same thing. So people think I paid for those when I didn't. And then there are beats that I did pay for that have the tags in it because I wanted the producer to be known. So. Well, that's, yeah. that's actually a good aspect of, of looking at it. Cause in, you know, now that I think about it, it's kind of like saying, you know, if there's an artist that is established and they, you know, some established artists really cannot afford beats, but yeah. you have a new um, producer that's out or a producer that has been out, but, yep. you know, isn't really that, you know, isn't getting placements, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, why not link up and, and become, yep. you know, a team to, to, to bring both of you to the, to the limelight. You know what I mean? Like I, I totally do. Exactly. I, I get it on that aspect if it's being done that way, but nine times out of 10, you know, uh, it's, it, I don't really think that new producers understand that, you know, you got to get your feet wet. You know, you, you can't just I mean, come out guns blazing talking about, you know, this is a $150 beat uh, exclusive when you don't have a following, you don't have, you know, anything really like you have no footprint. But, but at the same time, look, and you know, if I say I can prove this and you tell me I'm going to blow you up all night and show you all kinds of proof. You know this about me. I never shut up while we're past 30 minutes in this interview. Um, <laughs> um, how many times, now you can take this out. I don't know. I think you're live right now on some other stuff, but just deal with it. I don't care. We're cool. You're my sister, so. <laughs> I got you. How many times, I remember one specific night. Uh, what's that song you said? I'm a boss? Yeah. What's that song at? I'm a boss. Well, what's the name of it? Oh, um, 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 I know what you're you know talking, what about. talking about. I know what you're talking <laughs> Oh, you're talking you're about, talking about um, being a queen. And you're like, I'm on my boss shit. See, I already know your lyrics, not mine. <laughs> you're talking about snakes in the grass and stuff like that. Look, I didn't even know you did that song. Okay. And this wasn't long ago. This is when I got my apartment when I moved back home. Um, you sent me the beat and you said, what do you hear on this? Oh, yes. We do that from time to time. I know. I, I, yeah, I know what beat you're talking about. And I said, as you were sending me that beat, I texted you and said, you need to do a song about you being a boss. You sent that beat, and I was like, dude, this is what I hear. I sent you a drunk freestyle. Next thing I know, you said, oh, my God. I already did the song. I just wanted to know your input about it. That's, a, that's the song I did. I talked about being a boss and it fit. <laughs> and I, I didn't even know you already did that song. And that's why that's one of my favorite ones, to be honest with you, is that connection. If somebody ain't got a connection, they ain't got shit. But <laughs> I definitely, I definitely do remember that. I, I really, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Dude, I now love it's, that song. Now it's clicking. Now it's, now it's clicking. Cause you know, I, 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 I forget, you know, because I've just been dropping songs like back to back recently and I, I totally forgot about that. So, like, that was about wow. a year ago. Yeah, I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm on my boss shit. <laughs> hey, hey, they don't know. I can't sing, so I ain't going to do it. I know lyrics, I ain't going to do it because I can't sing. And you kind of <laughs> harmonize that out. We're really good. And then um, 
I think it was another song. Uh, you had someone mix and master it down. I know exactly who it was, but you don't like to be put on blast like that. So you talked to that person, they sent it back to you, it had a little auto-tune, and you was like, I'm doing a track, but you didn't tell me it was had a little auto-tune in it. You didn't tell me that yet. Yeah. And I was like, um, you know, maybe you should do a little auto-tune because you can't sing. And, uh, and I was talking about it, and you said, ah, oh, and you died laughing. And then you was like, I'm working on it, you know, when it, when it gets back to me, I'm going to let you hear snippet. And I heard it before you ever put it out. Yeah. People said some bullshit. I'd say, excuse, excuse my language, but no. Some people said some bullshit, and it was dope. <laughs> and and I love that way. I love that wavelength with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I you know, I crazy. just, I just create and, and and just try to, you know. I, now what I do now is I don't even put that much thought into my music anymore. I just create whatever comes to my head. And that's going to be your best music. It is. I, I'm very surprised. I'm like, I've been, I've been getting more plays from, from the stuff I just like created just because, as opposed to, I got to get this 15 track um, album done. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Do you know, all right, now, how many songs I put out? Like what? I put like three, like if you go to my reverb and that old school stuff, like what I put out over, this is my own music and features. I probably put out like 300 and something songs. I put out over 300. Wow. And um, do you realize that probably 70% of those 300 are freestyles? Yeah, because you, 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 you freestyle and, and you do it on your lives too. I, I'd be watching. And I'm not a freestyler. Like, I'm really not. Like, I'd be making a fool of myself, not caring. But, and a lot of the songs that people like are freestyles. My, um, my album, my lifestyle, my life still. You see, there's a part one, part two. One's got three songs, one's got seven. There's a reason for that. Um, almost every bit of that was freestyles. Wow. So, I mean, so, you, so you, free, like, you freestyle first and then and then you you record it uh, and or you just or, or are your recordings just freestyles? No, my recordings are my freestyle. Wow. That's some that's real um, skill, though. That That is real skill. And, and there's a difference between freestyle and freestyle written because nowadays everybody say, oh, I memorized this as a freestyle. No, 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 baby. I put the beat on and we're just like, yo, yo, blah, 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 and just started rapping. That's yeah. a freestyle. Free- and I freestyle. It. I didn't change it or nothing. Freestyle is, you know, what pops up in your head, you know, not, nothing, exactly. nothing, nothing that you've written before. It's, it's all new exactly. ideas and thoughts that are popping up, like thought bubbles. And you're just putting together. Yeah. And yeah. then there's a difference because sometimes I put a written freestyle and people are like, if you wrote it, it's not a freestyle. And I'd be like, bet me. I'll go live right now and show you exactly what a written freestyle is, which <laughs> means I wrote something and then da 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 da, I'm rapping. And then I wrote something or like Eminem. I ain't gonna lie. Again, here we go. Um, I'm a big fan of him because. I used to write on my bedroom wall. Like, I'd wake up out of my sleep and write on my bedroom wall. My mom used to get mad. And then she was like, you know what? You can draw, so you can draw on this wall. And I'd do graffiti, and she'd let me have it. it. Took her a while to do that, but I did that. I, I studied the dictionary. Um, a lot of that stuff, and that's how, like, uh, what is it, 8 Mile or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of what she did. Before I ever knew he really did that because we didn't have the internet like that back in our days. 
like we did, but we, it wasn't a big thing. It was whatever. It was like pay phones and fucking house phones, you know? Yeah. So, seriously. I mean, it was CDs. You, you you send it in the mail, you pay a penny, you get 100 CDs, like, you know, and then you don't pay them back, your credit's bad. Like, that type of thing. Um. So, I, when I say written freestyle, it's, I just can't stop rap, uh, rapping and rhyming, so I'm writing it down. And the only thing I would change is if I started reading what I wrote, which I never changed anything I write, but the beat would throw me off, so I would literally freestyle and then come back to what my written freestyle was. That's most of my lifestyle, my lifestyle album. And this is the album, like, this is the album that's out now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, um, I got a song that says, uh, it's called Mama Said No, but it's K-N-O-W. Now, um, my mom, I had, it's crazy, because my mom can sing her ass off. Like, she can really sing. She went to, like, Calvin Ray's. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but, like, it's a big country event. It's a big thing out here, or was out here, and they ended up shutting down. But they're Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to them, too. Um, Calvin Ray's, um, he was a big dude. He had Loretta Lynn and a bunch of, you know, Alan Jackson, you know, artists like that, if I'm not mistaken. Don't take my word for it, but, you know. And he would have people open up before Loretta Lynn would come out and things like that, and that's what Calvin Ray's was. Mm. Well, I cannot sing. I, I, dude, I cannot sing. You put, I could, I, I can't do auto-tune because I can't sing. That's how bad it is. I'm serious. That's why I don't do auto-tune. But I trained my mom and helped her even more because she can sing. To I used to manage her, you know, to go to this karaoke or this stage or that stage. Well, she performed at Calvin Ray's and did venues out there to open up for artists like Loretta Lynn and things like that. Um, so when I put my mom on that track, Mama said, Mama said no, K-N-O-W, um, she had a little hard time doing it because she's never done a rap song. Wow. And then I'm over here trying to sing it, and I cannot sing. I know how to harmonize, so I can harmonize with it. Yeah, I can harmonize. But she had to dumb herself down, and then she's reading my lyrics on it. And, and shout out to Ghost of Dawn, Jordan Swan, because he killed his verse on that too, and that's on that album. But when it comes in, um, I said, uh, withdrawn from past mistakes. On that song, I freestyled all my parts. The only thing I wrote was, um, and what you know, you don't always know. See, I can't sing. <laughs> I wrote that, and my mom did, my mom sung my lyrics and, and killed it the way I wanted it. She wasn't fully happy with it, but, like, you know, stuff like that. Like, my mom's a country person. You know what I'm saying? Like, she listens to everything, but she a country singer. Mm. And that's that's like, dope though to, to to have like your 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 parent be able to oh yeah do a feature like you know just to, even if it's just a little minor hook or or just to do like a yes. a voice tag <laughs> you know what I mean yes. like that's that, that's the first song we've ever done and um I've tried to get her in the studio and record and I don't know life happens but right 2019 was the first song I ever recorded with her and then Jordan's fun he's really dope like. He's really good. And um, 
like that's the first song me and her actually ever recorded together and I've actually been rapping and I mean I did record on like cassette tape. You know, back in the day the cassette tape and playing it and you're rapping over the radio and stuff. I you know, I did that, but like we all did that. That's the first <laughs> that yeah, that right, if you're old as we are. But um that I mean that's how mixtapes were invented, but still that's the first song we've done together and I mean, I, I think it's great. Like, you always got to branch out. And then she's reading my lyrics. I don't know. I mean, you got to branch out with people because she's a country artist. And then Jordan's more of the, uh, I want to say sad, depressed, but it's like real stuff. Like, you, everybody can relate to it. And then you got me that's done hype songs and all kinds of different stuff. And I, and I put that together and I did it. Like, that whole album, I uh, mixed and mastered. Oh, you did? Well, you did a good job. Like, thank you. And and your album is on um what what platforms can everybody find it? Well, you can um just just go on Google and type in King Solo K Y N G S O L O, and it's my lifestyle or my life still, but it's it's spelled S T Y L. And uh, if you put in King Solo, my life still style, whatever, you're gonna see one that comes up. It's only got three tracks on it which was the main three tracks everybody liked. There's a reason for that. Mm. And then if you look up my life still, you know, my life, and then S-T-Y-L, P-T-2, it's a part two, you're going to see seven tracks. And it's on every platform.
mind games I don't like illusions Fool the joker card and never clowning Give me a test watch and I'm smiling Yo, I got you babe Got you babe Got you babe I got you babe I got you babe At the end of the day you know, um, I just really am here to network and build and just make amazing music with amazing artists like yourself. And uh, again, like I said, I, I thank you so much for taking the time and, and you know, being part of the platform. No and you guys make sure you guys uh, follow King Solo. Look at the show description information. You can't miss her. She's everywhere. And, you know, you definitely support her wherever she is. She might come to your city. She may come to your state, but just make sure you're there. Thank you, thank you. And I am King Solo with MinxRadio.com. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Gotta put it in there, man. Gotta put it in there. <laughs>